Welcome back to Hashtag Single with Jeanette Bonner. I am not a relationship expert or sex therapist. I'm just a regular New York City woman navigating the world as a single, independent feminist. Hashtag Single is about having honest conversations with other singles in today's device-obsessed culture. So I hope you'll join me on this interesting, challenging, and complex journey as we navigate the ins and outs of singledom. guys welcome back to hashtag single i'm jeanette your host thank you so much for joining us for today's episode we are back with our one-on-one episode i have a brand new guest for you i have the lovely the talented the hilarious comedian did i hype you up enough <laughs> now you have to be fucking hilarious God lisa thank it. you so much for being on hashtag single thank you for having me Lisa and I, um, this is so fun, you guys. My previous guest, if you listened to our March one-on-one episode, um, I had a guest named Mona, who is a phenomenal comedian, also from uh, Los Angeles. And she connected with me, as Lisa did, through this really cool community of female creative artists and comedians um, called Hoo Ha, which, yeah, it's a pun on the hoo-ha that was founded by the divine elizabeth banks so uh we are virtual strangers which makes this even more amazing you're just it's like therapy like you're just gonna tell me all about your love life all of my friends anymore are virtual strangers so it's uh, it's all good oh is that uh, i don't know how to i don't know how to respond to that that's it that's it that's Um, the only way i make friends anymore instagram twitter that's how you make friends now right that's true. It's it's uh, real life is the same as fake life. And yeah. Lisa brought with her her friend, Lucas. Lucas, thanks so much for being our voice of the patriarchy. Of course, I'm happy to uh, to provide my sonorous tones. Oh, <laughs> how do you how do you guys know each other? Uh, we, we, we did some in, uh, queer sketch comedy in the past. We were in a group called um, Mike Pence's Big Gay Nightmare or Big Queer. Yes. Nightmare. Um, we were in that group together. That's when we first met, right, Lucas? Or was it even before that? Yeah, that's it was it. just that's that, exactly. right? Yep. Yeah. 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 Was, did every show, was it around Mike Pence or was that just? No, the no, no, no. We were just a bunch of queer folks that were, that he would have. Oh, so the nightmare was the fact that you were there. all gathering. Yeah. Yeah. It would have just killed him to know that we Yeah. Existed. You were all, you were all getting together in a group. Mm-hmm. And existing. Understood. Understood. It's not that's untrue. hard hard for him to deal with how dare you so lucas you know how the podcast works we're gonna ask you to sit back and listen like the gentleman you are and uh lisa and i are gonna chat about what's going on with her single life and we'll check in with you later awesome excited to listen in lovely lisa oh tell me everything ominous excited to listen (laughs) (laughs) Um, he's just gonna be a presence but not really here yeah Ah, i love Um, it Tell me about your single life. Uh, where are you at right now? What what happened in your life to get you to this very place, etc.? <laughs> where wherever um, you want to begin. What happened in your life to get you to this place? Um, <laughs> well, it all started. Uh, let's see. I don't know. I mean, where am I now? I am a. Um, I guess, for lack of better term, polyamorous. Ooh. Um, I guess I don't know I I or maybe swinger or maybe ethical non-monogamist I don't know and then I'm also pansexual so I date 
whatever gender. I don't really care. Like it's it's more about energy for me than it is about yeah yeah about anything else. So yeah, it's been it's been interesting. It's all been dating apps since the pandemic, but even before then, it kind of was for me, anyways, because I'm also a sober person, so I I, I don't go to bars or anything like that. Um, I'm not one to go hang out like after a show or something. And even if I did, if if a, if somebody did approach me in a bar, I'd, it might weird me out, actually. I might be like, what the fuck are you doing, you creep? Especially that's- going forward. I think that's going to be such an intense experience when you're like, whoa, you're really close to my face right now. Yeah, like- <laughs> right? Like even, yeah, even watching TV right now, like old shows, I'm like, what? why are you hugging? And then I'm like, oh, no, 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 it's fine. They're also a cartoon. Um, <laughs> they were animated before the pandemic. It's fine. Well, tell me what are they the standard apps or is there an yeah. app that that is specifically for mm. pansexual, polyamorous, ethical, <laughs> non-monogamous, sober, single people? There are. There are apps like that. But they tell all me suck. Everything. They all suck. Um, <laughs> there was one. Names? There was, okay, so there was one called Thrinder, which is Tinder yes! for, like, threesomes. Super. And it was great. And then Tinder sued them. And they <gasps> had to completely change their format, and they had to change their name and everything. What and assholes. ever since then, they just, they got really glitchy. I don't know if they've cleaned their act up or if they even still exist anymore. They changed it to Field, which is like, mm. it was like F-E-E-L-D, because you can't spell it like like a real thing. You gotta spell <laughs> it funny. Um, so, it, it, yeah, it, it just sucked after that. But I had met, like, a, a, some couples off of that, and when I joined it at the time, I was with someone, and we were in an open relationship, and um, he's the one who told me about it, and we had a lot of fun with it, and we, we had, like... He had the couple account for us, and then I had the single lady account because the single dude accounts never get very far on those things. Mm. Um, Is that because people are fearful that those guys are just looking for pornographic experiences? I mean, well, yeah, of course. Um, And also, it's just like there's so many. Like when when I would change my settings on there to see single men, that's all I would see. And then if I, Mm. and it's kind of this, it's kind of the same with Tinder. Like if I see my, if I change my settings to do men and women, all I see are men for the most part. And then if I change it to just women, then I see just women for like maybe a few minutes and then it's like, you're out of options. Oh no. And so, yeah, even in LA, like there's not, it'll, it'll run out. Um, but it is, never runs out Is that out just because dudes. all the fabulous women are taken and all of that or they're just not over? on Tinder? Yeah. Um, I think that's a, that's a big thing is especially like queer women are not very much on Tinder. Um, if you and go then deep I've, into the archives, I have a, <laughs> I rail about Tinder almost every single episode. <laughs> I love it. I love I, it. Um, no, I am not Tinder, not, not Tinder. Friends. I love railing on Tinder. Um, oh yes, yes. It's a yeah. Piece of no, touch. it's a terrible place, but uh, but it's also like somebody that I'm kind of hanging out with now. I've met on Tinder, and I'm like, okay, well, it can't be. Nothing's one hundred percent bad, right? No, a hundred percent. And it's all about the quality of the person. But in my experience, the quality of the people on Tinder tend to be a little trashier. 
I had a date where the guy it, it started yelling at me from the jump. Like I got it. Yeah, I got to the, we were going to go get coffee and I got there and he goes, your profile pictures are so, are so small. I couldn't tell if that was you or not. And I was like, oh, are we fighting already? <laughs> Babe, are we fighting? Let me tell you um, everything that's wrong with you. <clears throat> yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, I should just turn around and leave. But then I was like, no, this is going to be hilarious. And it was. <laughs> He like he he complained about how expensive the coffee I got was to the to the barista and um and then he yelled at me about asking er, about telling them I didn't want a straw um and then he and then he yelled at me about how whole foods just isn't good anymore. He's just an unhappy human. Yeah, oh, very. And then he told me how men and women shouldn't really be together and um that like it's just to fulfill each other's biological needs and like he just I was just like okay and then he thought he thought I told I was telling him about because you know you ask each other about previous relationships and I was like well my most recent one he was a bisexual man and he's like oh that's why you broke up because he's gay I was like no no Mm. he's not gay (laughs) he's bisexual and he's like but but it turned out he was gay I was like no (laughs) not how it works i'm really sorry that you even matched with that human in the first place you know and i knew better because he had a neck tattoo but like you know you i just i had my last (laughs) the thing that made me delete tinder i had a horrific date and i talked about it on the podcast in a previous episode um but and when i looked back he had a picture of i don't know how i missed it he had a giant picture of him holding an ak-47 oh he was in fatigues, yeah but you're like yeah. yo any a man with i don't care if you're wearing a if you're wearing fatigues or what if you're holding a gun in your dating picture pick if you're dating app picture that is some people's match that is not my <laughs> not true. Yeah, not yeah, not untrue. I did meet a, a man who I still I we're still very much friends with benefits. I love him. He's wonderful. He was in the Navy for like I think like 19 years or something. Like he just retired. Um, he was in there since he was a kid, basically. And he had he had a picture, but it of him like overseas in Afghanistan. Because that's his whole life, right? Like he deployed six times, but he was ne- he never showed a picture of him holding a gun. It was all him like giving kids candy or something like that. Not, <laughs> that sounds creepy, but like, but like helping because he was a medic. No, I love the idea of the military. Like our taxes are going to this entire militia and they're just giving children candy. They do because they want the kids on their side. It's really weird. It's really creepy what we do overseas. Um, but yeah, but you're but, not wrong. Like you can wear a dress, like I have a hot dress uniform. Like I'm all about that. Like even put your camera. Oh yeah. On. I've seen I'm those into that. Too. But you standing there with an, a huge gun is just like, that just oh, means can... that like you really like that gun and like you need everybody to know that you're really into guns and have a small penis. I don't know. Did like, you, did you likely? have sex with him? Did he have a small penis? No, oh, no. Okay. i don't know i um i have had sex with like Like, gun owners but i've never had sex with like the gun guy so i don't know i don't know (laughs) i'm really curious now 
Someone's got to have some stats around this. Yeah. (laughs) Call into the show. That's how this works, right? They call in. Are you a gun owner? Do you have sex with male gun owners? Uh, I really wish we could enable that like right now. Yeah. Call me now. I really do. I really Um, do. This dude had a neck tattoo, but he was also an artist. And so I was like, well... I don't know. That could be fun. Like, I'm never really looking for relationships. I'm always just, like, looking to have fun with people and, like, meet people. Yeah. And, like, if something turns into that. And I know a lot of people say that, but, like, legitimately that's true. He Honestly, he looked like he'd be good in bed. But then I was, yeah. like, as I got to, like, talk to him that first, like, five seconds, I was, like, oh, he's going to, like, take choking too far. You know what I mean? Like, he would actually murder me in bed. Isn't it interesting? <laughs> I find that like women will justify all of the little red flags that go off for us. You know, like I yeah. see a picture of a guy with a gun and you're like, he's loyal. And then you're like, you see a neck tattoo and you're like, oh, but he's an artist. Right. Or you see a guy that's like hundred percent not smiling in any of his photos. And you're like, <laughs> oh, I bet he'd be really hot in bed. It's really sensitive. Like, I find, I find, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, do you find that you do that? Is that like a female trait? I don't know if it's a female trait. I think men do it just as much. I feel like we all do that because like if if somebody's appealing to you in another way, you can ignore other things until they become loud enough. And sometimes even when they're loud enough, you're like, well, I'm in it too deep. Um, but I do feel like as women, we try to see the good in people. Or yeah, maybe, yeah. Like if we have an instinct of feeling judgy, then there's like a, a self-corrective mode in you that kind of goes, well, wait a minute, maybe he cares for his grandmother. You know what I, I mean? Think, yeah, I think a little bit more compassion comes in, but I also think a lot more thought comes in. I think mm. the, the as far as, uh, hashtag not all men, as far as the men I know, they're, they're not necessarily going that deep so soon you know what I mean like they're they're not gonna go deep until they like really know they really like someone for the most part so they're they're not even like thinking like that they're just like hot not hot 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 (laughs) hot hot I would sit and watch my my last ex I would sit and watch him go through tinder I would go through with him you know like because we were poly we were like looking for a partner for not just him it was for both of us maybe or or maybe just him but either way it was like fun to like go through that together but I would watch him do it he would run out of likes and I was like I didn't know even know you could run out of likes on tinder (laughs) you came to the end of tinder (laughs) but not even the end of tinder like there were still more options but you're only allowed to like a certain amount of people and I had no idea that that was even a thing and it was like until tomorrow I was like what uh that's never happened to me before because I actually like look at every picture and I read the bio and then I decide, you know, I mean, of course there are those like instinctive, like, no, but if I'm gonna, if I'm leaning towards yes, I'll actually like look at everything. It's, it's kind of interesting. No, that's a hundred percent true. I mean, they say that in, in general, women are more analytical people and, um, are more, logistical, right? So in the same way that you could overanalyze a fight that you had with your friend, 
20 times more, or even if you were in a relationship, you overanalyze the fight and the words that you say 20 times more than a a man would if you're in a straight relationship, right? Mm -hmm. So the idea that you'd go on a dating app and we've, you're taking all of the clues that are given to you, these little pieces in the pictures, (laughs) right? And the answers, and you're trying in your brain to form a fully formed human to then make a judgment about, do I like that person? Do I want to talk to them? Do I want to invite this person into my life? (laughs) What kind of value would they add to my situation? I'm not even kidding you like that. I feel like I go through that process on dating apps. And I think that's why it's exhausting because you actually do kind of invest in every option before you say, you know what? I've made a decision. That's not the right person for me. Next, you know, it's like shopping for shoes. Like when, like I'm totally, you should see my shoe shopping process. Like the tabs open and the cost comparison and the coupon Googling, like it's kind of the same process where you're just, there's so many options and you want to make sure that you're making the best decision based on the information that's given to you <laughs> for, uh, for dating, honest to God. You wonder why we're crazy. Depending on what kind of mood I'm in when I'm when I'm swiping, uh, if I'm if I'm just like if I'm just trying to fuck, like it's a lot more yeses, a lot less noes, a lot less analysis. It's a lot more just like, and it still is energy. It's still like, it's still based off of like. It's not based off of the looks in the pictures. It's based off of like what they're doing in the pictures. Like if they have a lot of like camping pictures. Or like, mm. um, like adventure type pictures. I'm all in. And for some reason, if a dude is living in a van, I'm like, yep, that's my guy. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. I just I attract run away a, together. I attract a lot of like van livers. Um, <laughs> um, it, most almost every lady gets a yes for me if I'm in that kind of mood um, but if I'm like mm, I'm snuggly you know like if, if I'm in that kind of thing it's a lot more anal- analysis and a lot more like <laughs> you're about to say more anal and I was like oh a lot God. more anal it's a lot more <laughs> would I, he do I, anal I, with me <laughs> Swipe, swipe. I think that's a good swipe. point. Like you're probably going to change your swiping based on your energy and your wants and your desires for the moment. Yeah. I never really thought about that. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, and Tinder's, Tinder's awful, but, and, and Hinge, have you tried Hinge? I, that's really like my, I'm like 95% only Hinge. Yeah. I, I just feel like it gives you more information about the person. And yet it's brief. Like it's yeah, it than is. okay Cupid. So I appreciate it. It's also the, like, kind of briefer the- than Tinder can be. Like Tinder, you can write a whole huge paragraph and it's a lot to read through. Whereas the prompts on Hinge, like there's a lot of them, but it's like easier. I don't know. It's, it seems shorter. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Talk to me more about the dynamics of poly relationships when you're in. Like, yeah. So where you guys. Because I, I it, picked up on this when you're talking about the two of you being on <laughs> Tinder. Are you simultaneously looking for other people just for yourselves? Or are you always looking for people to join you? It was like, different. It was different together? every time. So, and, and I do want to say this every single, and I've learned this from dating as a couple and from dating other couples. Every couple dynamic is so, so, so different. And everybody sure, has different course. rules and everybody has different like ways going about it. Like I've dated people who are in a couple that they, neither one of them 
were allowed to or wanted to know about the other person's outside stuff. Mm. And then, and I okay. felt, I felt really weird about that. I didn't like that as much. Um, and then me and my uh, person, we had to, like, our rule was that we had to tell um, everything that we could about our encounters. And it all, it honestly, a lot of that was because it turned us on. Like if he would go out and have sex with somebody, oh. he would come home and tell me about it while we had sex. And it was like our dirty talk. It was like super hot. Um, <clears throat> and then, you know, if we were like traveling or out of town or whatever, like we would check in and be like, Hey, I'm, and, and some of it was a safety thing, you know, like, Hey, I'm going to meet this rando That's from smart. Tinder, like in Peru. So here's the information. <laughs> like, here's their picture. Here's what where could we're go meeting. Wrong? Here's what time I'll take pictures if I can. And send me pictures of her pussy. And it was great. Um, so yeah, it was, so sometimes we would go on together. Sometimes we'd go on his grinder together. Um, and we'd wow. look for like by dudes who, I, from my experience with Grinder doing it that way, it was almost always gay dude or like mostly gay. They were not really into me being there, and I I was like, well, why even put that you're by, you know? But I I understand there's a lot that goes into that, and it's really yeah. hard for men to be gay or bi or anything other than straight. Um, mm -hmm. I get that. So I tried not to be too judgy about it, but I was like, I could leave. Like you could have just said you wanted just him. It would be fine. Um, but yeah. It, it, so sometimes we'd go on together. Sometimes we'd not. And then um, sometimes like I would just watch him swipe or he would just watch me swipe. And it was funny too, because he, he would always be like, like anytime I swiped right, it would be a match. And anytime he swiped right, it was like, who knows? <laughs> and <laughs> I just think it's funny that like, because he was just constantly swiping right on everybody. And I was, I was a little bit more picky. And I think that's analytical. That, yeah. Yes. And I think that was a little bit like, a, a, it was a little telling about like, um, mm. dudes, mm -hmm. dudes versus, ladies on like I don't know like I like it's it seems like kind of a numbers game more for the men I know but yeah so we'd go on and sometimes we'd be looking just like sometimes he'd be on there just to like see what he could see and and I'd be like oh yeah she's cute you should you should go on a date with her and then other times we'd go on like looking specifically for the both of us um but in and then a lot of times it was it kind of sucked because like he'd be conversing with somebody and he'd be like, Hey, just to make sure you saw my profile, I'm in a relationship. Right. And then he'd just get unmatched a lot of the time. And it was just like, you should, did you not read it? Like once, once you're no, talking, once you're talking to someone, you should read it. Right. Like, I don't know, but I feel like I've matched with a couple people who are poly or in relationships and seeking a third and said that straight up, like, like matched. And then was like, Hey, FYI, this is the thing, but it's not something that was in their profile because I would yeah. have caught it and not swiped because that's not <clears throat> yeah. something I'm looking for. Yeah. So I thought that was a little, little misleading. It was sort of like, Oh, bait and switch. Like, yeah, that is, that's exactly what that is. I don't like that. Like, that's why we would always put it in our profile. Cause it's like, that's no, a, course. that's a big part of our life. So like, 
we're going to put that in there, even if it, you know, just as much as like me putting, I like road trips, you know, cause that's a big part of my life. I of need course, to know that you like road your... trips, but like, if I'm in a relationship, I should put that in there. And if I don't, it's, it is a little sneaky. It's not, it's not nice. But what's interesting from what I'm hearing you say is that when you have done this with another person, there's always been consent involved. Like yeah. neither of you are sneaking off to the bathroom to no. like find if there was something better or to be like, oh, hey, I've been chatting with this person for six months and now I'd like you to meet them. Right. No, 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 I couldn't live that way because that that to me feels like cheating. That doesn't feel like an well. It's an interesting fine line. I think I imagine yeah. like that comes up, and especially a lot of probably what I'm assuming like a lot of jealousy probably comes up a lot too. It didn't as much as I thought it would. So just just to clarify, to me, cheating is not being open about things. So so right. like breaking the rules within the relationship. So like if. If he had had never met or had sex with somebody, but was not honest about talking to them, that would be cheating. And he actually right. did. It, it did end up happening once. Um, and I think it was because he had a little bit more feelings for the person than he wanted to admit. And mm. he didn't want to, like, break my heart over that. But, like, he he got a little sneaky about this particular person and I think it was because he really, really liked them. And um, mm. I, th- but then Didn't I was like, well, now you're cheating. It wasn't even about not wanting to share. It was about like not wanting to hurt me. Um, yeah. And that's fine. But like the, our whole relationship was based on, listen, if either one of us, like we know this is a gamble. If either one of us ends up finding somebody that we like more then like, let's be honest about that. And also, like, don't we want that for each other? If right. if that happens, like, we don't want you, we don't want each other to be seeking something more. But like, if if something's better for any of my partners, like, they should have that better thing. Was there ever a situation where, like, let's say he swiped on someone and was like, "I really dig this person," you're like, "No, I'm not into that person," and you fought over it. No, we never really fought over it. There were times where um, we, there was one woman that we hooked up with and we were, I felt that we were very clear that it was like, we were not into the like emotional relationship part of it. Like we were just kind of just wanted to have fun and like keep it light. And it was very clear that not not by anything she said or did just by her energy that this mm-hmm. that she because she was also in a relationship and her her guy was out of town a lot and she was really emotionally connecting with us from the get-go and she was she was very it seemed like she was gonna get very invested very quickly and I I talked to him about it and I was like, what we, (laughs) this is going to sound really shitty and it is. Um, but we, we called it, um, her vagina is connected to her heart because that's true with some people, like their parts are connected to their hearts because some people like, some people can't have casual sex and that's totally fine. That's just who you are. I, I know a lot of people like that and it's men and women who are like that. 
but she was like that. It was like, this is not casual for her. Like we need to like protect ourselves, but also protect her. And we need to just like not see her anymore. And it was a shame because she was cool. And I wonder if we had been more open to emotional things, if that could have been something really beautiful, beautiful. Mm. But um, we just weren't at the time because we were just, we're very busy and we were, we had each other and we were just like, no, this is just about having fun, you know? Right. So I don't know, but yeah. But it it was never a fight. It was like it was just like, hey, um, let's check in about this. And that's the thing too with our with our relationship, at least with any open relationship I I have ever had or wanted. Like, there is so much communication, and it's funny because dudes will be like, "Yeah, open relationship. I can fuck anybody I want." And it's like, <laughs> right, right. Hey, guess what? You're also gonna have to talk about fucking anyone you want all the time. Yeah. And like, you're going to have to really work through a lot of emotions and you're going to have to, and jealousy is going to come up because it also means I can fuck anybody I want. Um, of course. But also it means that, no, you can't fuck anyone you want. You have to be checking in and like, it has to be okay with your partner. And yeah. I feel like you almost have to be more advanced in your <clears throat> adulthood and in your relationship style and to, and just mature in your life and knowing yourself, like more than just <laughs> like regular, <clears throat> like single person dating, like you almost oh, have yeah. to be like next level. Yeah. Because, um, you have to be somebody really secure because otherwise you're going to get jealous all the time. And you're, I would be die. like, I would, <laughs> I'm not, I can tell you that right now. I would, it would drive me fucking batshit crazy. Yeah, and I can see that. I can see that. Because <laughs> I think um, my vagina is connected to my heart. I know. Love you. I love that phrase. I'm going to co-op the shit out of that. Um, um, it's yeah. true for some people, and and it's not a bad thing, and it's not a judgment at all. But but me, that's never been the case for me. Like I've 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 had casual sex, and when I say casual sex, that doesn't mean there's no feeling. I've had really really passionate, beautiful connections with people that only lasted one night and then they were out of my life and I can still remember them or think about them as this lovely person who was in my life for that brief moment. And like, so it doesn't, and I think that's a big mistake that is a, a lot of, especially men. And I think, I don't think it's their fault. I think society has really done a lot to all of us and has taught us just terrible, terrible things, especially when it comes to casual sex, but like you can feel things and still be casual. Like you, you can, it's, it's different and it takes a different level of like emotional maturity, but it's possible. <laughs> yeah. I and know. I, I love that. I just, I give you so much credit because like I said, I think you just have to be like a very advanced human to know yourself so completely to know what you want, to know what your boundaries are, to be able to communicate those boundaries to not, maybe not just one person, but to several other people. Right. Yeah. It sounds extremely complicated. <laughs> and the more human beings you involve, the more complicated it gets. Yeah. It's like major life Tetris is well, going on in your brain. It is life Tetris. It's, <laughs> it's also like, you know, there's safety concerns that come up with it. Yeah. Like there's STI stuff and stuff like that. So it's like, that was another thing we would always, he and I would always go get tested together. 
Um, but that's that's been a habit that, unfortunately, because of COVID, I've kind of dropped the habit of it, which I haven't needed to because I haven't been having a lot of like casual encounters or anything, but of getting tested every three months. But COVID became an STI in a way. It was like you could tell yeah. who you could tell how a person would be about an STI the way by the way they acted about COVID. Like a lot of people were like very mm -hmm. willing to just take a risk for somebody that they've never even met before. And it's like, if you're willing to do that, do you have herpes? You know what I mean? Like, so do you, true. like what, what would you do if you like had chlamydia or something? Like, would you even tell me? But it was also like a really great red flag to see like yeah. how, how casual people were being about it. Um, if people were like, oh yeah, I'm not worried. It's like, okay, then you're not gonna like care about my safety in a lot of situations. But if people Absolutely. were like, yeah, I'm being really careful. Let's meet outside first. Like let's, let's meet with masks on first. And that's kind of how I was doing it, you know? And, th and then I'd gauge whether or not the person was worth actually sleeping with. And most of the time they weren't. So it was good that it was good to do that way. <laughs> like I would, I would be like, come walk my dogs with me around Silver Lake or, or something like that. Cause I was like, oh, that I works. can't, I can't do the, like the, the FaceTime stuff or like the zoom or whatever. It felt like an interview and it was so awkward to me. And I was like, Oh, it's not the best, but like, but it's a I good, honestly, yeah, it's a good option. So many of them. I'm like, you know what? I'm so glad I didn't spend any time. Yeah going to meet you because I, yeah. I just know already right now and I'm good, you know, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I didn't even have to get off my damn couch. Also, it is I interesting because like you can see how they live immediately. <laughs> yes. This one guy, this one, I had this face out with this one guy. He legit ants. He was like in his pajamas, I think. Yeah. And he, he was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. You look so great. And I'm just like in bed. <laughs> it's like, it's kind of hot and also kind of trashy. Like, yeah. I was like, could yeah, you yeah. sit up at least? Because but also it's he was like lying down like yeah. bone over his face. And I was like, could you just sit up so I don't have to like look up your nostrils? Right. I had a guy on Hinge that was like, hey, let's do the like Hinge FaceTime-y thing. And I was like, okay, cool. And he was just like drinking a lot. And I was like, oh. see, it's all the info you need. Yeah. And I was like, are you okay? He's like, yeah, I'm great. And then he was like, show me a titty. And I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Wow. <laughs> You're like, I, you know what? I have to make dinner. I'm so sorry. I totally forgot. I have dinner in the oven. This was like, well, the thing is, is this was like one or two in the morning. So it was like, understandable it was it was like i i know what this is it was the same as like a you up text you know right, like, right, right. i know what this is gonna be um and then i i unmatched with him yeah i would hope so shortly after that any grown man that uses the word titty is off yeah show me a titty and and show me a titty are you 13 <laughs> um let's check in with lucas yeah hey lucas Lucas, come back Hello, to us. Yes. Uh, How you doing? I, I'm just so intrigued about the, the one titty. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like you'd want the pair. He did ask. He did <laughs> like, ask. Unless uh, he's like into Picasso or something. I don't he know. was like, then show me. He was like, then show me the other one. And I was like, all right, I'm, I got to go. I'm See, tired. It's just like a gateway. Would you ever just show it? Yeah, I did. Because we were playing oh, Truth or Dare. Okay. We were playing Truth or Dare. Mm. And I was like, that's oh. fair. That's a fair one. Who hasn't bared a titty in a Truth or Dare? Right? Let's be honest. Right. Um, <laughs> Lucas, uh -huh. what I want to know, um, what else came up for you? What resonated with you? Uh, um, go yeah. ahead. Jump in. From what you were talking about, the thing that I found the most um, 
intriguing and it seemed like so right was that idea that to be in those uh, polyamorous and open relationships you really have to like know yourself mm -hmm. that just so resonated with me because i feel like it's 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 a hard thing to know yourself but it's also like a lifelong process mm -hmm. yeah you know i think sometimes we think like knowing ourselves is finding some catchphrase that we heard somewhere that sounds <laughs> empowering or something and that's knowing ourselves but like literally people spend their entire lives and write philosophical treatises on this type of stuff i mean you it's at the heart of it is so much as it's communication because we can't read each other's minds yeah and because we are changing like you said you know and when you mentioned uh what you swipe depends on your mood that definitely is something that i resonated with where it's like sometimes you're in the mood for this sometimes you're in the mood for that and you will swipe accordingly i'm a a, a gay uh, latinx cisgendered male so that's my perspective and like sometimes like if you're on Grinder, sometimes you'll just uh, they have like a tap feature, and it's like, hey, you're just like hot. I just want to send a tap. I don't even <laughs> want to talk to you. I don't even want to hook up with you. I just want to be like, you're hot. To make you feel good today. Yeah. yeah. So do do men also do this? Do men over justify any potential red flags that pop up when you're swiping? Do you go through the over analytical thought process that you think that we talked about women tend to do? Yeah, the red flags. You know, I. I, I have a pretty good like bullshitometer. So like if I see a red flag, I won't do it. I'm just I, I feel like I know what I want and who I am and, and that type of stuff. But I will say that like in the past with some relationships when I've been in, once the relationship ends, I I see those I won't say red flags, but those things that were kind of hiccups a little more clearly. Because mm -hmm. I think in my mind a perfect relationship like isn't possible and i don't even think you want that i think you should be evolving and changing and growing together so knowing that someone isn't going to be perfect it's something that you flow with you know it's like a water that is a rushing stream at sometimes sometimes it's just a little trickle you know it, it, it evolves you know yeah so are you are you more open to like hey i'm attracted to this person this one picture seems a little off or weird or alarming, but like, let's see where it goes because we'll figure it out down the line. Uh, sometimes I definitely will judge the hell out of pictures. <laughs> you can still be discerning and like I, you can still care about sort of packaging, so to speak. Like I, when I talk about like who I'm looking for, I like to say I want the Michelle to my Barack. You know what I mean? <laughs> I want someone who like that is definitely like a, a like cute. a brand right but i want someone who is challenged who's going to challenge me and support me and do their own thing and who yeah. i can challenge and i can challenge and support them and push us to be our best versions of ourselves i mean that's what a relationship is uh it, on some level it's helping each other be the best version of ourselves which yeah. again is about knowing yourself so a relationship is a is a process of mutual self-understanding do you find uh do you only date men yes i'm like okay. super gay okay <laughs> we're having Although a poly I, conversation so i'm just getting clarity i did so, go on a uh i did go into an orgy uh like a, a year ago shortly before the pandemic but it wasn't my scene but i stayed and i I, oh. I, did, I did what one does in an orgy how did you find out about the orgy you know i was on grinder and uh someone was just like hey do you want to come to a, a thing and I a naked at, party? Well, it was like a Facebook invite. He was like, check oh, wow. us out on Facebook. Like we're legit. It's a hidden group. And yeah. the guy looked kind of cute. And I was like, eh, 
I've never done it before. And I was like, I like trying new things. Wait, so you said you did you did what one does at an orgy, but yes. there's all there's all kinds of things that people does at an orgy. So I'm wondering what that even means. <laughs> well, like, did you participate me. or did you well, just I, watch? To me, an orgy means the scene and eyes wide shut. <laughs> so, no, it was like, you know, we there was like a little bit of naked hanging out and then there's like random private sex in that room or like hand job or oral stuff in that room. And then there's like a room with people who are doing group activities. Okay. Okay. I mean, doesn't that, isn't that what happens? What, what else? There are so many orgy? different, there are so many different orgies. I feel like you I've need to tell to, me because I don't I've know. Been to, I've been to somewhere. Everyone participates and... I've been to others where it's like, there's like this going on here, this going on here, this going on here. And then like mm. somebody brought, somebody brought a Sibian over here and then somebody else brought their like BDSM stuff and they're over here. Um, and then like, for some reason there's like a kitchen, there's always a kitchen with a lot of snacks and like some people oh, yeah. literally just hang out in there the whole time. And I'm this like- This sounds like a convention center. It is a little bit, but it was just a house. <laughs> it was just imagine? a house. I always imagine it like sort of like a middle school dance where like the, the sports mm. kids are in one room doing like <laughs> one thing. And then like, you're like, oh, how do I, what's my identity in yeah. this sex club? You're not wrong. That, You're that not goes have the cheese off. in the kitchen and like <laughs> ask people what they did on the weekend or like, Except it's nicer. Gonna... It's nicer yeah. usually. Like usually people are like, usually people are like, like, yeah, usually the cheerleaders would be like, yeah, sure. You know, as opposed <laughs> to like, what the fuck is she doing here? I'm so curious how that's all going to go down post COVID. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. They, the, so one of the things that I was doing before COVID, the only way I was meeting people, like I was even not doing apps at this point. I was just going to a, a monthly sex party and like, that was enough for me. And that was like getting whatever was in my system out oh, of my system. Dreamy. Yeah. And it was beautiful and lovely. And it was just a few hours every month. And they tried to start it up again in June when things were like no. starting to reopen. <laughs> and then they realized what a big mistake that was. And they were like, never mind, sorry. And they still haven't Too been soon. back. Too so soon. I don't yeah. I don't know what's gonna happen with that. I don't know if I definitely was like, Yeah, I'm definitely getting vaccinated so that I can do sex parties again. <laughs> Cause I was like, I don't know if that's gonna be a requirement or like I don't yeah. It's gonna be interesting to see what happens with those. They'll check Brave your, your vaccine passport. Yeah. yeah, right. Lucas, any any other thoughts or opinions you wanted to share with us on anything that came up before we wrap this episode up? Um, no, I mean, I just I, <laughs> I just really enjoyed listening to everything that y'all had to say. I wanted to ask you one thing because this came up. Uh, would you weigh in? We were just talking, came up very briefly um, when Lisa was talking about how she was with someone who would go on Grinder mm -hmm. and they would say that they're bi, but then not really uh, be bi. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Would you just I, weigh in on yeah. that dynamic a little bit? You know what? I, I, I do remember that. And I clocked that. And, you know, it's about sort of spaces and sort of the intentionality of certain spaces. I feel like this is turning into like a conversation about environments. <laughs> um, it is. <laughs> but you know, it's like, if you wanna go to like, if if you wanna be in a quiet place, you go to a library, you know, or if, if you wanna go to, a, a, if you wanna be quiet, you don't show up to a club, you know? And so like Grindr is so explicitly a place for gay men 
to pursue sort of explicitly gay activities. And uh, from my understanding of like bisexuality and my friends were bisexuality, it's like there's different flows of, you know, maybe you're in the mood for this or maybe you're in the mm. mood for that. So it's like if you if you're in like a, a mood for for hanging out and doing uh, gay man stuff, that's the place to go. I wonder, is there like an app specifically for like three three ways? Yeah, we did. That was the Thrinder. That was the Thrinder. And then there's a lot of other ones, and they all are really, really bad. Is there a good buy app? No. Hmm. There's, um, like, I tried Buy Cupid. That one's really bad. The thing is, is, like, nobody's on them. Why not? The bisexuals aren't? Yeah, and I don't understand why. It was, like, any of them that I've tried, it's, like, I'll go on a few times and, like, nobody will ever check in or I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like they make a profile and then they just leave. I don't know. I wonder, well, I, I mean like grinder to me is such like a short term thing. So yeah, it's like, for sure. I'm here now and I want the dick or the yeah. ass. Yeah. Right. So I wonder if like the, the bisexual mind is like, I specifically want this or that. So like, oh, they so you're going to, right. Because it's such a short, it's like a short term thing. I want this now. Right. Like you're not, you're, if you're bi, you're not bi all the time. You are going back and forth between one or the other. So it makes sense. You could just like, if you're feeling like you're in a straight mood, then you would go on hinge, I guess. Yeah. And there's no, there's no good apps for pansexuals that I've been able to find. You have to create one. Yeah. It's your next project. Uh, I got some lead the charge, Lisa. All right, all what, right. I mean, like, what, get the pans people together. So you, what would like a what would like the ideal pansexual site look like? I mean, it would look just like Hinge. It would just be like with you wouldn't all set your genders. Yeah, well, you wouldn't have to, right? And like, right, or right. or you could, you could like it would be a place for bi people too. I would I would think because I a lot of people don't consider themselves pansexual. They consider themselves bisexual. And I'm still very into that. Mm. So it would, it would probably be, I mean, the thing is, is, is like all are welcome, but then the, the, the trouble is then cishet dudes come on and they're like, I want a bi girl, you know? And it's like, guys, you're not welcome. You're, mm. you're. What would you call it? it? Can I just put you on the spot? Oh, it would. Oh, I Can would I call, call it, on your improv. Skills? I would call it pants, but it would be, just be spelled P A N S. <laughs> you call it pants, but it's pronounced like T S. Yeah, pants. P A N P A N C E. There you go. So it's just pants. make sure we, we have that so it's copywritten in the future. Yeah, there this you is go. The first occurrence. I'll copyright of pants. it. Pants. <laughs> Uh, guys, this has been a charming, charming episode. <laughs> Actually, Lisa, you're my first, um, you're not my first pansexual guest, but you're my first poly guest. So oh, cool. thank you so much for yeah. in- including the conversation and inviting us into your life and your story and being so open with a complete virtual stranger. I really appreciate it. I love it. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And Lucas too. Thank you so much for saying yes to a total stranger about a feminist podcast. I, I am um, here for it. I love it. Thank you so oh, much Oh, thank for you. Me. I'm so honored to have you both. It's been really cool connecting with people in this time of isolation. So, um, yeah, thanks again for being open and, and for sharing your stories. And I look forward to hearing the updates in the future about yeah. all of the wonderful mm-hmm. sex orgies. <laughs> yeah. Lisa will go to the orgies. I'm fine without the orgies. Yeah, you tried it. You're... 
it's not for you're you. Good. You're good. No. Um, if you guys liked this episode, if you have someone who's polycurious, maybe, maybe share this episode with them. Give it a like and a follow. Please subscribe if you're listening on Apple Podcasts right now. It helps us rise to the top amongst all of the dating podcasts. And uh, be sure to follow us over at hashtag single pod, where I'm trying to share as much funny, hilarious single content as possible. And, and obviously share some fun clips uh, from episodes you may have missed too. And uh, I look forward to checking in with you next month with our guest expert episode. So that's it for this episode, you guys. We will catch you next time.